Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your host, Aaron Ellis. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. And Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. It's time to start the sh- Wait, what are we? what are we doing here? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite show on Brandon Off Topic, the show that nobody asked for, where we talk everything sports and then some. I am your host. I'm Aaron. And with me, Jimmy and Todd. What's up, guys? Todd's a real crab ass today, but besides that, I'm just doing fucking dandy. And water is wet. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I am in probably the best mood I've been in on a Monday in six, maybe seven years, to be quite honest. Is it because you got to see me last night? That has absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's why he's a crab ass today. He's <laughs> yeah. like, God damn it, Jimmy. Why did you show up at this house? <laughs> he, um, yeah, he, he yelled at us pre-show well Todd yells at me a lot so that's really nothing new for me but he did yell at you Aaron yes yeah I mean for good reason (laughs) what was even the reason because we were talking about his offensive player of the week we were debating about it Uh, and he got mad (laughs) and here's the thing I don't know enough about it to have a discourse on it (laughs) and it's gonna be up to you two to carry it and you two knuckleheads just wanted to just run right through the whole damn conversation and not let our listeners have it. Maybe we were just I'm practicing. Out, I'm, a, I'm a man of the people. I'm looking out for our listeners here. And you two are trying to paint me as the villain, just well, the asshole. And after I asked you politely the first time politely. to drop it and save it <laughs> for the episode, you guys continued to talk about it. So, yeah, I had to raise my voice a bit. I was feeling very disrespected. Oh yeah, because I'd be I'd feel so bad if I just shut up, you. Jimmy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, Anyways, glad to know everybody's in a really good mood. It should be a spectacular episode. Um, so how was your guys' weekend? You know how my fucking weekend was, Aaron. <laughs> I know. Oh, but I'm crabby. <laughs> Fuck off, Todd. <laughs> I, now I'm crabby because you're crabby. You fucking rubbed off on me. Oh, it sounds hot. I I it's told you thing. I'm in a great mood. Um, aside from the last five ish minutes of the Packer game and on, <laughs> my weekend was pretty good. Uh, I spent Sunday doing nothing. I ordered um, breakfast for two, which uh, as a single guy. Always a fun experience to have on a Sunday morning. But then uh, I was also alone and I ate that breakfast for two by myself uh, and then hated myself for quite a while. Um, But it was worth it. Definitely worth it on that one. I got to see Jimmy last night. That's always, you know, whatever. Um, But yeah, other than that, that little bit of time. That's oh. great. I didn't actually really care. Um, I just wanted to segue into the games for the weekend, but thank you for well, I'm not giving me that play-by-play. Play. Uh, <laughs> yesterday was also my four-year anniversary of being sober. So Yes, uh, congratulations. It was, thank you. It was wonderful that I was able to uh, eat my feelings yesterday, but say that I was <laughs> celebrating. 
uh, sobriety. Go. So it, it really worked out for me uh, in that regard. Well, that's a very exciting milestone. Congratulations. I sent you a really nice message about congratulating you on that. And all I got back was a thanks. <laughs> you sent Todd it to me terrible after midnight and it had a middle finger emoji on it. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and I was just saying, fuck you at the end. I didn't want you to think I was too impressed. <laughs> Gotta keep him humble. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Now we can talk about the football game. <laughs> okay, thanks. You know, it's been like 10 minutes. Hey, where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just smoothly segue into that. Um, well, it was kind of a crazy weekend. So um, as everybody probably knows the three of us are Packers fans. So we are all pretty numb right now um, for that shit show of a performance that the Packers put up. The defense played really, really well, but the offense um, and special teams just shit the bed. I mean, it wasn't surprising that the special team shit the bed because they've been terrible, but um, yeah. the offense not doing anything. I mean, putting up 10 points and seven of them were on the first drive. is just kind of hard to believe. Um, when yeah. you have the MVP on your side. One thing that I enjoyed slash also hated watching today, uh, Kurt Warner broke down some of the struggles that the Packers offense had. Some of it was in the play design. Like he pointed out a couple of things that could have made it better, but a lot of it was, which as Packer fans, we all know is just Rogers tendency to zero in on Devonte a lot. Um, which obviously is easy to do because he is the best wide receiver but he just missed a couple checkdowns like DeGuar that could have moved the chains or Aaron Jones, Lazard. Um, so going forward, that's some things to hopefully address. Who knows? I'm weirdly excited about the Packers offseason and just what's going to happen with that. It's it's one of the first – I know last year we had is Rodgers coming back, and now we kind of <clears throat> have that again of what the team's going to look like going forward. Yeah, it – I, I mean, I, I don't speak for the three of you and I, I would not dare speak for either of you, but um, I think a lot of Packers fans were not expecting to have to think about the future quite yet. Like, I think I don't, I, I mean, I had them winning this weekend. No problem. I was like, yeah, this is just you know, like, they're going to run away with it. So, I, I mean, all these conversations that were, that are, that are already circling and had that, you know, are all the speculation happening already. I was not ready to have this early in January. I was for sure thinking it was going to be a February conversation. So it's, it's a lot of messy pieces. And um, I mean, Roger said he thinks he's going to have a decision in a couple of weeks of what he wants to do. Um, so we'll see what that is. I mean, my personal worst case scenario is he decides to retire. And I mean, granted it gets a lot of money off their books, but if they could, run it back with him or trade him and get a lot of assets and draft picks. That would just be, in my opinion, a lot um, better than just the calf relief, but you know, I think it's, it's like an anxious excitement going into the postseason. There's just like, you know, something big's going to happen and you're just not sure which big thing it is. And it can go like, I mean, I think you can put on the rose-colored glasses and find the good in any scenario of, mm-hmm. of what happens. I think, Aaron, you hit it on the head. Like, retirement's worst case. Sure, it gets money off the books, uh, but you're not getting any assets back. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. he's also not staying in the league to haunt right. you down the road. Um, 
so might might not be terrible right it'd be uh, looking at that game like rogers stuff aside teams with mediocre quarterbacks like the browns what they have in baker mayfield i think like this game showing that you can beat a team with a good defense, having Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback and doing <laughs> absolutely dog shit. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me, and I'm not comparing Jimmy G to Peyton Manning, but how in the his final season, Manning was able to win a Super Bowl because of the defense. I I still cannot believe that game was just so defensive heavy, mainly on the Packers side. Like we knew they were good, but stepping up like that, but for the 49ers to pull that out of their ass with the offensive performance that they had, like, John Lynch does deserve a lot of credit for that defense he put together. Uh, granted, he was very opportunistic with the special teams performance, but I don't know. I I fucking hate the 49ers for beating <laughs> us and for always beating us in the playoffs when it's against Rodgers, but they have a fucking good defense. They do. And I, I mean, I, I don't know if they can take on the Rams just because – I don't think like Jimmy G is just not good enough in my opinion. Cause the, the Rams have both sides of the ball. They beat him twice um, this year. They beat him twice this year. Oh, that's right. Including in like overtime. just a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. In overtime. Yeah. So I, I still you know just what? think in playoffs, I, I will take the Rams in this. You situation. know what? Let's move on. I'm tired of talking about this game. Let's talk about a game <laughs> that had no defense and the bills chiefs. How about that? <laughs> that was one of the best games I've ever watched yeah. slash had Todd tell me about for the last minute, 45 seconds. <laughs> that was the only football I watched yesterday was Jimmy called me and was like, I, I need to know what's happening in this. So I, because I'm such a nice person uh, and generally in a cheery mood uh, as I am right now, <laughs> graciously broke my, my fasting of football and tuned into the game and gave Jimmy updates until he decided he didn't want to be on the phone with me anymore. (laughs) Well, because I said, Hey, can I just stop by the house? And he said, yes. So I said, okay, I'll see you soon. Figured you'd stay on the phone with me till you got here since (laughs) they were going to overtime. But instead you were like, all right, whatever. I was going into my sister's house. What am I supposed to do? Hey, Melissa, fuck off real quick. I'm on the phone with Todd. Oh, instead you were like, Hey Todd, fuck off. I'm going into Melissa's. Thanks. Thanks for letting letting me know what's happening with the game. Yep. Going out of your way. That's my So this fault. is why Todd's crabby. He's he's miffed. I'm not you. crabby. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> Todd's like Des every time I go, hey, are you in a bad mood? And she just fucking yells at me. No, no. Jimmy. I'm so happy right now. I'm so mad right I'm now. So mad right now. <laughs> she is I've never seen a person be able to paint a smile on their face and have such a cheery voice. And be so angry in my life. Like it was the video that that hard to believe that you've never experienced that. No, usually (laughs) usually when, when women are upset around me, it's very noticeable. Um, It was, it was incredible to see Des just be so, so happy and cheery looking, but so obviously wanted to swing on you. I was hoping she was gonna. Um, surprisingly i didn't hear any more about the ass tattoo after you left didn't bring she, it up again she's in denial she's probably blocked it out already yeah that's fine <laughs> with me because i have video proof that i told her so um but yeah the bills chiefs was was super wild um going into overtime and once again in my opinion very flawed overtime rules of 
it's down to a coin flip and you know you argue oh, just play defense but the defense is gassed by overtime and also the league is so offensively favored any anymore that it just makes it so much harder to play defense it just I mean we, as Packers fans we've felt the sting of not having Rodgers touch the ball and and it just it sucks because Josh Allen was having an unbelievable game like he absolutely deserved to have a chance to win it yeah it's a what it was the first time ever both opposing quarterbacks had 300 plus yards three plus touchdowns zero interceptions and 50 yards rushing yeah. like they both played pretty much perfect games it just mm-hmm. the chiefs it just they got really a coin flip good. yeah well and the chiefs got the coin yeah. flip like that's really what happened is they won the coin flip because I have no doubt with how, like you said, how defenses were not playing that if the bills got won the won the toss, they'd be um, moving on to the AFC championship. How do you like, how do you think the NFL could fix the overtime rule? Like um, what should they do on that? They should listen to our random shit segment. Oh, you, what... you mean you want to save that for later in the show? You don't want to just <laughs> spoil it all? Ahead of time? Okay, good to know. <laughs> so pissy. <laughs> um, but let's go on, move on to uh, the other games that we haven't talked about yet. Um, Tom Brady was eliminated from the playoffs, although it looked for a minute like it was not going to happen. Um, but then Cooper Cup came out of nowhere. and uh, How do you do that? Well, I know you guys didn't, you were saying you weren't really watching. So it was Matthew Stafford on a really long ball, the Cooper Cup to put them in field goal range. Um, Every single game ended in regulation on a field goal. I don't get how in that situation, when they were going down the field, Cooper Cup had two long passes from Matthew Mm -hmm. Stafford. Like the one person you have to worry about on that offense in that situation is fucking Cooper Cup. And then he gets a, that huge bomb from Matthew Stafford. He looked like he was having an aneurysm trying to get everyone down there to spike the ball. Mm-hmm. Like that, I don't know. I don't know how in that situation you let him get that open and that deep down the field. You know where he's going. They, that's the only fucking person he targets. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could argue the same for how the how the the Bills left Kittle open on like two big passes and then the Packers like could not stop Debo Samuel on a run. Like who did you think they were going to give it to? They were going to give it to Debo Samuel. It's just, it was not a good, I mean, the Packers defense played completely solid and then they just had a couple of rain farts and they just happened to be like lethal. But for the most part, the defense, like in, in all of these games really crumbled in like the final minutes. Um, that being said, defense, the Titans sacked the Bengals or nine. sacked Joe Burrow nine times, which tied a playoff record, and they still lost. <laughs> I saw a, a funny tweet that said uh, Packers held the 49ers to no offensive touchdowns. Bills took the lead with 13 seconds left, and the Titans sacked Joe Burrow nine times, and all three teams lost in yeah. the playoffs. It's, it's just like this weekend was one of the best weekends of football that I've, I've ever had. Right. Just speaking of big time sacks, <laughs> oh. load boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and ejaculation power. 
aside from helping you shoot ridiculous porn star loads. Load Boost Premium blend of active ingredients, pygium, supplemento, mm. zinc, and other supporting nutrients is formulated to improve prostate health and function. Get that prostate health. You can try Load Boost today, risk-free, by going to loadboost.com and using promo code OFFTOPIC to get 10% off your first order or click the link in the episode description. Yeah. Um, We are so professional. So professional. No fuck-ups. Good job, guys. Um, Yeah, and it, it was just super super wild and somebody tweeted i can't remember who it is and i apologize um unless you're like skip a list or something then i don't apologize but someone said like we had to suffer last weekend so we could enjoy this weekend i mean if you were any a fan of any of the teams involved this weekend it fucking sucked all even if you won it was really not a fun game to watch because it was incredibly anxiety anxiety inducing but if you were just a casual fan watching football like fuck yeah it would have been the greatest weekend of football ever um but for the teams involved really rough especially if you lost so i really enjoyed three of the games (laughs) me too me too yeah (laughs) um how's baseball doing todd they had a meeting today they're gonna have a meeting tomorrow that's about the most positive thing that could possibly happen at this point don't have high expectations are they actually finishing the meetings or are people still walking out of them well, they, it was two hours long today. So, mm. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. They said that they were quote spirited meetings. Um, and the fact that they're willing to go back in tomorrow to keep talking is a, a good start, I think. And when are they supposed to report for winter training? <laughs> Within like two, three weeks. I don't know. Something like that. We'll worry about that when it happens. What are the chances? I know before when I texted slim, you. Very slim. <laughs> You don't even know what I'm asking. What are the chances that games are missed? Are you as before you said you thought there were going to be games missed? Do you think, do you still think that? Yeah, I, I don't, I think they'll get a full season in. Um, I think they'll just bump things back a week or two. Um, I, I envision this going, these talks going into spring training. Um, they'll have uh, an accelerated and abbreviated spring training and then probably get things underway a week or so into April. What's like the biggest thing that they're arguing about? Just money or? Yeah. Who gets how much money pretty much. And it all comes down to, to playing time and when people become free agents and how much money is. So they don't have a salary cap in baseball. They've got a luxury tax. So mm-hmm. if you're above a certain point, then you have to give money to other people. Yeah, um, like Monopoly. Yeah. So that's that's part of where they're at is the owners want a lower luxury tax because then they can't afford to give out huge contracts and the players want that number higher. Um, so. Wait, wouldn't there being a lower luxury tax help out players though because then the owners would give out bigger contracts? No, because if that number is lower, then they have to give players less money to have everybody on the team. Where if that number's higher, am I really teaching you math right now? No, I thought literally what I was thinking was like the percentage of the tax they wanted oh. lower. I thought you meant no. percent wise. That that was a valid reason. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. And that was Teach Jimmy Baseball. <laughs>
Am I really teaching you math right now? No, Todd. <laughs> All right, let's move on to weird moments in U.S. history. So you guys know what the Manhattan Project is, right? Is that the nukes? Yes. Yes. Cool. Good, because <laughs> that make, that'll make this quicker. All right, so um, you would assume, given they're working with, you know, nuclear tools... When you assume something, you're making an ass out of you <laughs> and me. So let's go right. pick it up. Let's not make assumptions on the <laughs> nuclear program. Right. You would assume that they would have um, rigorous safety protocols. Um, well, think again. Uh, <laughs> in fact, during one of the project's critical experiments, the only thing keeping the whole shebang from going nuclear was a single screwdriver held by a near technician. Naturally, the screwdriver slipped. And the plutonium went critical, killing the technician. So, you know, sad. You'd think that after that, they would learn and be like, okay, there's got to be a better way to do this. Nope. It happened again. So they started naming it Demon Core. Instead of just fixing the safety protocols and putting things in place, they just were like, well, it's just, it's that, that job is just dangerous. Well, it gets better. A scientist named Don Mastic came along later. And uh, he once picked up a vial of plutonium, unaware that some of the liquid had converted into gas. So when he tried to uncork it, the vial popped open and sent plutonium spewing into his mouth. He washed his mouth out with, the so with sodium citrate and repeatedly pumped his stomachs um, to get the contents out and handed it to a colleague and told him to go separate out the, the precious plutonium. So dedication. He, <laughs> he hold, on, hold on, hold on. So it accidentally splashed into his mouth, <laughs> but he still swallowed it and then had to pump his stomach and then told most likely an unpaid intern, go separate the plutonium <laughs> out of my stomach contents. Yes. yes. Because yeah. I, I know frequently, I'm not going down that path. <laughs> <laughs> let me get the phrasing button ready <laughs> you know what it's polite to swallow we'll just say that. yeah i mean that's when random substances end up in my mouth that's <laughs> always my move is let me swallow this before i decide if that's a bad thing for me right not. what do you think it tasted like pineapple yeah I, weirdly i was gonna say pineapple as well you guys i hate it when you're <laughs> sharing the same what do you think it tasted like aaron Pineapple? probably like burning chemicals or something <laughs> i don't know very similar to bleach <laughs> yeah. so how or pineapple how the fuck does he pump his own stomach like that's the thing i'm, I'm assuming he just stuck his finger down so... yeah okay yeah. See, i was thinking he stuck like a fucking tube down his throat <laughs> so fucking pushing a bike pump to suck stuff out of there i'm so confused well obviously not that exact contraption todd all I'm saying is instead of saying just pumped his the stomach. Motions, the motions you were doing with your hands okay. plus the thing down your throat. It's just was very graphic. I just came. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> Careful not to get it in your mouth and accidentally swallow. <laughs> no, don't worry. Mine does taste like pineapple. We're good. <laughs> God. Um... And surprisingly, he survived without any major health problems. Somehow, swallowed plutonium, threw it back up. No no problems. Is he sure it was uh, plutonium? Because it seems like that's pretty deadly. 
<laughs> well, apparently what if we did because... all of this and it was literally just like weird colored water, <laughs> like like helium or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking. I don't think you're voice. supposed to drink helium either. <laughs> you would did you not? It. Did you not watch uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Helium. How the fuck do they have helium? <laughs> Isn't that what's in the bubbles that makes them float? I don't. I don't think so. Either way, that's what would happen. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is actually a documentary. <laughs> yeah, on this exact occasion. <laughs> what's in the Willy Wonka bubbles? The dude was probably just taking whippets. He was just getting high. <laughs> that's just it. He like just was fucking drunk accidentally drank it probably thought it was like one of those cute little shooters that the shot girls walk around with fucking pop that down and then was like that didn't taste right better start puking quick accidentally <laughs> there was a gas in it and it just popped open and landed in my mouth and oh my god that's that's exactly <laughs> what the manhattan project had all over the this the scientist room just fucking nuclear weapons and cute little shooters that shot girls <laughs> carry around um, well, he surprisingly survived without any major health problems, um, except for days afterwards, his breath was so radioactive that it could act, um, it could, it was affecting lab equipment from across the room. I'm sorry. I know you looked up Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Yeah. What, what was it? Oh, I'm sorry. I, you guys changed subjects. I didn't want to, um, we were stalling for you. Oh, to get okay. any yes. answer. They were called fizzy lifting drinks. That's it. There's, there didn't say anything about what's it was helium we know it was helium (laughs) no so to go based off what you said with his breath was so radioactive yeah what superpower did he get because i (laughs) i'm convinced he got something from this radioactive man okay i don't know that's from the simpsons are you okay tom yep i'm fine you bring up your helium no um yeah but that was weird moments in u.s history so um, just be careful when foreign um, things fly into your mouth and swallowing them. Moral oh. of the story. He seemed like he was all right. I don't honestly, what you told me was it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to swallow random liquids. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it for twenty eight years. I've been pretty good <laughs> so far. No STDs. When you don't get checked, you don't have them. <laughs> All right, let's head into good news, bad news. Um, Give me the good news first. Oh, I got one for you. All right, so my favorite part of going to Chinese restaurants is the fortune cookie. Sorry, I got some in my throat today, apparently. The fortune cookie. It's plutonium. It's plutonium. I'm fucking drinking that. Yeah, it accidentally, he doesn't know how it got in there. He just accidentally uncorked a bottle yeah. or something. And You guys will see me pumping my stomach soon, sticking a tube down my throat. He was sucking dick in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> I do go there every summer break just to get a taste. Uh, anyways, good news. Uh, my favorite part of going to Chinese restaurants uh, are the fortune cookies. And just because of the dumb saying that they have and always seem like bullshit, 
but I am proven wrong. And the good news is fortune cookies are real because a man in North Carolina won $4 million on the mega millions drawing by using the numbers he got on a fortune cookie while dining with his wife. So he took those numbers, put them in the lottery and won fucking $4 million. Um, and I will be doing that every time from now on until I'm the next person <laughs> to have that happen to. It's the first time it's happened and how many fortune cookie numbers have been out there. So chances are you'll probably get one too, but that's amazing. But who, I, how many people do you think actually do that? Like buy a, buy a lottery ticket based off their fortune cookie numbers? I usually, if I buy a lottery ticket, I just do the random numbers. Like I just have them generate them for me. Um, I do yeah. too. Like I'm, if I'm supposed to win, are you telling me that like fate's going to put those numbers in my head better <laughs> right. than the universe will get the, come on. <laughs> right. I, that way I can blame like the universe. I don't have to like be like you stupid idiot for picking those stupid numbers. I can be like, Oh, that stupid cashier for giving me that stupid yeah. ticket. Thanks a lot. Dick. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever like been to a place that's like had someone win millions of dollars that like you bought a ticket from? There was a time where like uh, a gas station in Illinois sold like two winning tickets and my dad and his friend drove down to that same gas station to buy a bunch like that would help them. Spoiler alert, it did not help them. <laughs> um, but I was convinced my mom won, I think it's under a year ago now because she buys lottery tickets probably every day. And we had a winner in New Berlin, which is like a small town outside of Milwaukee. And we were convinced. She was convinced. What pissed me off was she called me before checking the tickets. I was like, Jimmy, someone won in New Berlin. I think it was me. Don't go to work today. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then she calls me shortly after. Is like, hey, I checked. It wasn't me. I was like, you couldn't have done that before you fucking called me the first time. <laughs> like, I feel like that would have been the logical you next step. Oh, Snortsky. Oh. Yeah. She literally called each me and my two sisters and said, don't go to work today. Which was fine because I didn't fucking want to go to work. I would have skipped it for any other reason. But then shortly after, I was like, never mind. I didn't win. <laughs> what did you tell your boss when you called in? <laughs> I think my mom won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, like, guys. And then the next morning, just show up and be like, she didn't win. <laughs> yeah. I send this long email like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm out. And then, oh, so sorry. I meant to send that to someone else. <laughs> well, just use fortune cookies. New, new tactic. I'll have to tell my mom that. Yeah. All right. Let's hear the bad news. Uh, I think we can all agree the best and possibly most versatile food on the planet is a potato, right? Um, oh, God. Here we go again. Or <laughs> vegetable we're going to ruin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was a accident accident in minnesota in which a semi truck carrying a load of potatoes uh was involved and the potatoes went all over the road and began freezing to it and they had to shut down the highway or the interstate um due to this issue it took them several hours uh to get the potatoes unfrozen thawed maybe from the road that might be the right <laughs> uh but yeah it took them a while to get that cleaned up that but is wild luckily no injuries were reported 
you guys. That's good. Yeah. No, no potato. And I'm glad it didn't, this potato conversation didn't take a bad turn. So there's some good news in there too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ty would still fuck a potato. Not a frozen one. I was going to say a frozen one. He's got to, he's got to heat it up. But I wonder how they, I wonder how warm they got them before they pulled them off the road. (laughs) Todd just has this like creepy smile. His face just lit up at that idea. Todd's on the road just dry humping all the potatoes to get <laughs> to thaw them. They're like going get around with a blowtorch. You gotta get friction on them. <laughs> They're going around with a blowtorch. She's just like sitting there waiting for them to leave so we can fuck it and then just follow them along the road. <laughs> Desecrating all these potatoes. Hey guys, you keep going down there. I'll dry hump this area. It'll be fine. <laughs> Homeboy's over there fucking potatoes on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there was such a traffic jam i just wouldn't let them do that one fucking area he's like no i'm gonna hump this area clean Nicole yeah they actually had most of it cleared anyway. up like within it in like 25 30 minutes they just ran a couple of snow plows down the road and cleared them all off uh but yeah i i i was determined i could get those couple of them to <laughs> Get those to come loose trying to get them off while they were getting me off you know <laughs> <laughs> hey there it is todd's cool <laughs> todd's cool <laughs> i hate it here <laughs> all right let's move on <laughs> to our offensive and defensive players of the week as always let's start with offense um todd mm. you want to go first <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. Do you guys want me to go first? Are you? Yeah, let's get it over with. Let's get it uh, over with. <laughs> I'm going to go with Grayson Allen, uh, for his That's not foul. what you wrote down. Grayson asshole. Um, <laughs> I, I think the most irritating part about the hard foul and everything that's followed is everything that's followed that is Bucks fans saying what Jimmy's saying wasn't that bad. <laughs> The majority of Bucks fans are also Wisconsin Badger fans who hated Grayson Allen when he was in college. And no, he's a dirty player. Always has been a, he's not, not a dirty player. He's a petty little shithead player. Like anybody who played sports growing up knows that kid that was like, not, not doing anything like super drastic, but like, always going to take a, a little weird cheap shot here or something petty there. Like that's Grayson Allen. And I don't think he intended for it to, to be as bad as it was, but like when you already have a history of being a shitty dude on the court and mm-hmm. then you swipe at somebody like that, like, yeah, no, that's, that's on you. You're a shit bag. So deal with it. Well, the funniest part for me was um, the Bucks social media post the next morning was yeah. Grayson Allen eating a donut and then the news came out that caruso broke his wrist and they deleted it so fast they were like oh shit we should not have done that um because yeah it's it's obviously a bad look when a dude gets injured um i mean i i don't think it was horrendously dirty but like the the people that have been tweeting like these pictures of grace and allen we stand with grace and allen like okay like you're acting like he's like gotten kicked out of the league like he got suspended because he has a history of being a shithead like it happens and like 
I mean, it, it, it happened. I, I, I think it was like a shitty foul because it was really dangerous because he pulled his wrist down so he didn't have a chance to catch himself. But suspension, I don't know. I don't know enough of what happens in the league because I don't watch every game and I don't keep up with like flagrants and ejections and shit like that. But for people to say that he doesn't, that he's not a shithead is is what always gets me. I'm like, yeah, he is. He he has a very big like, my daddy's a lawyer energy, <laughs> that sure. he can get away with anything. I mean, and and that's I think comes from his days at Duke that he just has that. I don't know much about college basketball, but I know that there's a Duke arrogance energy, and he totally embodies it. Well, to make you guys all feel better, I'll give you my take. <laughs> I 100% agree that Grayson Allen is a shit like he mm-hmm. is. But the thing is those hard fouls like that weren't really his MO. Like Todd said, it's that petty little like tripping shit he did in college. He's a dirty player. In that case, I really thought he was trying to go for the ball. You, you when you swing, it happened with, uh, with Kelly Oubre on uh, the Hornets the other day, he went for a block, their arms got locked up and the guy fell really hard. I think those are parts of basketball that were missed of like, when someone's going up for a layup, you got to try to go for the ball. If not, it's a hard foul. They don't get an and one. It is what it is. It just is unfortunate. Like if he would have fell and nothing, there was no injury, this wouldn't be as big of a deal. It was like an unfortunate thing that he fell. No, because it was already a big deal before it was announced. And yeah. He got hurt. Well, then people are yeah. just being little chaches about it. It's well, not that they, hard of a but foul. Imagine, Here's the thing. He didn't tack. Like it wasn't a hard foul and that he tackled somebody or something like that. But it was the the swipe with the second hand that when I watched mm-hmm. that, I was like, that's some petty, dirty shit where he's just like slapping at a dude's arms to be a bitch like head. Grayson Allen is. And I I honestly, I called this when he got signed. As I, I told one of my buddies, I said, you just wait. The first time he does something dirty, all of these people who are Badger fans and have hated Grayson Allen because he's a dirty player are going to come to his fucking defense and say that wasn't dirty and it's horseshit because you know it's dirty with this idiot. Yeah. I think part of it, and I know that the rules have changed. I just, like, I feel like I'm the old man right now just saying NBA has gotten too soft and, like, the hard fouls used to be such, like, a big part of it. Like, going back to the Bad Boys era or even the Jordan time when they had the Jordan rules of... So do you think Giannis should be getting less calls and more contact against him when he's driving? Because I know Bucks fans like to say that he doesn't get the calls that a superstar should. And and right, I've right. seen clips. I agree. I've seen Giannis take some hard yeah. shots and, and the calls not be made. But so you're saying that you're okay with Giannis not getting those calls because if this were the eighties old man, uh, that wouldn't <laughs> have been you. called anyways. This, yes. The thing Giannis is falls under the same category as Shaq and LeBron. They're not going to get the calls everyone else does because they're fucking physical freaks. Okay, LeBron you, you gets every guard. fucking call, but that's the LeBron issue. Well, he he complains about he. <laughs> right. They do he miss flops. a lot, especially. That, that's his, the thing is Giannis doesn't flop. That's why yeah. he doesn't get the calls. In his younger days, LeBron wasn't as much as a flopper. Now right. he gets a shit. Ton. And Shaq right. did get the calls. That's why Hackershack was a thing. Teams would follow. But him that and put was him like the, the obvious. You hit him before, but there were a lot of times when he was down low, he'd get in the post. Before Hackershack was a thing, How like you download, put it in the post. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Giannis is different because he's such a physical freak. They're not going to call that shit on him. Jimmy didn't even hesitate. No, <laughs> fuck like... God. No, I do. That's think, what he though, wants. <laughs> I'll take it. 
No, yeah. I do. I think the NBA has gotten a little too soft to where like, though it sucks. He got injured. I wish he didn't get injured. Don't give up too easy points. Like I under, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, sucks. I'm, I'm it was a hard in the foul. middle it of all this horrible. because, because of his history. And it, to me, it's more of the, like the Bucks social media post the next morning. Like that is like, you know, like you're, you're really coming out and like saying we support Grayson Allen being a piece of shit. Like that was a bad look. And then other people were tweeting like, Oh, we have to be the villain. I guess we're the villain. And it's like, well, cause you're, you're praising Grayson Allen, who was a known piece of shit. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, we're going to ride his back. And like I said, like people um, posting, like we stand with him, like the, the, the overreaction to the overreaction has what's been really weird of like turning him into a hero. And it's like, this is not one of those, like, this isn't Giannis that we're all, like, everybody's standing by. Like, that's kind of what's been also weird. I mean, it's, it, it's been, like, a complete, it's just been a weird thing of sports fans. Sports fans are just. Yeah. No, like you said, it, it's both two complete overreactions. Them right. saying he did nothing wrong and, like. And then said, saying we stand with him and it's, like, just, him. like, you could just say, like it is what it is. Like, I, like, I, and, and I mean, this is, Oh God, you're getting me on a rant about social media, but the, the big problem with social media is everybody thinks that their opinion is important and needs to be fucking heard. And it doesn't <laughs> like, yeah. you don't need, like, you don't need to tell tweet that you stand with Grayson Allen. Like, like he gives a shit. <laughs> like yeah. he's not going to see it. He's not going to fuck you, bro. Like it, it, it's just those weird things that people just like, I don't know. It just was a weird well, and you can be a fan of a team and not like someone that's on it. Like, right? It, yeah, it's very true. possible to do that. You can disagree with, like, which is funny. Like, people will outright say, like, this guy's on the team and I don't like him because I don't like his contract. I don't like his play style. I don't think he's good enough. Whatever it is, I didn't like the draft pick. Right. But yet when they do something stupid, you're like, Oh no, he's our guy. That was <laughs> right, fine. Right. He's, he's wonderful. He didn't do this intentionally. I, he legitimately thought he had a chance to block that shot that he had no chance to fucking block. Oh, he hundred um, percent fouled him intentionally. Right. right, right. I just don't just... think he meant it to be at like, well, maybe he did. It's fucking Grayson Allen. <laughs> right. I just see, don't... That's that, that, and see, that's the right take is like, maybe he did do it. Maybe he didn't, but it's the it's the people are like he would never do such a thing and it's like uh, are you kidding me like why are you yeah. like so like vouching for his character all of a sudden when there is a history there it's yeah. it's been a weird it's just been a weird exchange of sides it's been very it, like both sides of the spectrum and that's mostly what you hear on social media is the extreme sides you don't usually see the like logical sides well we're even seeing that now too with like the Aaron Rodgers thing of that like last mm -hmm. game going off your point like there's everyone's defending it like people defending him saying it's not on him at all right and then the other side completely bashing him where it's i think it's right in the middle definitely right. his fault we only scored 10 like right definitely part of the problem points. with yeah but, yeah i mean and, and that's how it is i mean look at look at fucking ben roethlisberger and tyree kill like these are guys that have done some really shitty things off the field and people will defend them like to the end of the earth like i can't even remember what this woman said because she blocked me so fast um she said something to robin who referenced ben roethlisberger being a rapist and she like shout out robin robin yeah uh one of our og fans and she said something awful like it was like really like i like 
I mean, she doesn't know him. She just must have been searching his name. I don't know what the fuck happened. But she said some like just really shitty thing to him. And I was like, why are people like this? <laughs> like, oh, she he... went she went at Robin? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I defa- and I defended him and she blocked it. She said something about why don't you mind your own business and then blocked me before I could even see it. Someone had to tell me. But it, it's so weird how personal people take this kind of stuff. Can can we can we PSA real quick? Sure. If you're gonna terrified what this is gonna be, but yeah, no, if you're gonna rebut somebody on Twitter, you have to wait long enough before you block them Mm -hmm. so they can respond. Yeah. Uh otherwise it doesn't do any good. So if you're out there, you want to talk shit and then block, you gotta put enough time in there. You can't hit send block. You gotta put you know, 30 minutes in there at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if they come back at you with something, guess what? You're going to block them shortly anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but at least let them see the point that you're trying to make or whatever uh, stupid quip you come back with because right. I'm sure your brain is firing on all cylinders <laughs> if your move is to fucking right. rebut and then block. Stop saying butt. Rebut. Ass. <laughs> Re ass. We'll just, instead of saying rebuttal, say re ass. Penis. <laughs> penis. Oh, penis. Penis. Oh, this is perfect timing. Des walked down the stairs as I yelled penis. Todd started the penis. Game. She's been summoned. She's been summoned to Todd. <laughs> I think Jimmy just lost the penis game. I think he did. All right, let's move on. Who wants to, Jimmy, it's between me and you. Well, I'll go. Okay. Um, I did Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes because that last drive. Wow, original. All right, you pick Grayson Allen, you piece of shit. Anyways, (laughs) the reason I picked them is because that last play that got them in field goal range was – as Travis Kelsey said, just backyard football after Andy recall or after whoever called the play, uh, Travis Kelsey went up to Mahomes and said, I'm probably not going to run that route. And then at the line of scrimmage, Mahomes saw the defense they were in and kept yelled to him, do it, do it as in do the route that you were planning on doing, not the one that they called. And then it ended up perfectly working out and getting them in field goal range uh, to end up winning that game. So I think you're just kind of seeing the evolution of Patrick Mahomes to where even in his first year as a starter, when he won the MVP, he even said he didn't know how to read defenses. And now you see them kind of doing um, their own shit on the field, getting them in positions to win important playoff games. So somehow an MVP who threw 50 touchdowns in his first season as a starter is getting even better and better every year. Yeah. And mine kind of goes along with that. Um, My offensive player of the week is just young AFC quarterbacks. The AFC quarterbacks are going to be so much fun. I mean, I I mean, the, the Mahomes and Josh Allen square off yesterday was fantastic. And that's just a little taste of what's to come for the AFC because you've also got uh, Herbert and Joe Burrow, although he didn't have a great game this weekend, um, but he had no offensive line help. Yeah. Um, but especially with uh Jamar Chase, you know, he's he's gonna be fun to watch. Um and then Trevor you've also Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson. Like the AFC is just 
really got a lot of young fun talent that the new generation is is going to just be so much fun to watch so kudos to, to specifically alan and mahomes for giving us just a taste of of the future in the afc and then you look at the nfc mm, it's just, just a taste <laughs> just a tip baby just a tip you look at the nfc and it's just old fucks that are unhappy like brady rogers and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, and Mac Jones. I forgot about Mac Jones too in the AFC. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got you've got like Justin Fields who hasn't proved anything yet, and Trey Lance who hasn't proved anything yet. But Jordan there's... Love, who no one fucking knows. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's Colin a lot Mond. of like... <laughs> Oh, good point. Yeah. Gardner yeah. Minshew. Shut the fuck, <laughs> Josh oh, <yeah>. Rosen. <laughs> right. No, okay. Now you're talking Sam yeah, Darnold. I was, gonna, I was gonna bring him in on that one. Don't worry. Man, Todd just Todd just got wrecked. I don't blame him. <laughs> Please do not make me edit out a seven-minute Josh Rosen rant. God, God, what's your favorite part about Josh Rosen? <laughs> He's got the intangibles. Mm, the intangibles. Ah, oh, that's better. <laughs> that was rude. Damn it. I just made up a word for you guys. You guys what was it? Respond. He said there... <laughs> He doesn't know. <laughs> and then I said, can you tangibleize them for me? And then I was fucking muted. <laughs> Fuck off, guys. I'm going to mute myself now. <laughs> that one was Todd the second time. So we missed the oh, entire... Narc. <laughs> the entire explanation but no, i'm not going to tangibilize it for you jimmy <laughs> if you can't look at the the tape that josh rosen has put oh my out god let's move on and see <laughs> what he brings to the table then that's on you i'm you nervous like to talk i feel like i'm just gonna get fucking muted anytime <laughs> i say anything We're how long was i talking you. while i was muted, muted. the entire time <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, we heard tangibilize. That's about it. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so let's move on to defensive players of the week. God, we're still here. I thought we <laughs> yeah. moved on. We, we spent ago. about 80 minutes talking about Grayson Allen. All right. I'm going to go super fast. Fred Warner. That's what she said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Warner, incredible defensive player, came back after re injuring an ankle. Uh, played incredible, and he is one of the few, if not only, players who mocked Aaron Rodgers' belt and ended up winning the game. So, Fred Warner, congrats. I, do, I usually would say I wish we had you. I still kind of do, but we have Devondre Campbell, hopefully for another yeah. year. But Fred Warner is an incredible player. Um, and, yeah, I don't know what else to say. He's really good. Yeah, and um... – See, and maybe it's because it wasn't on a sack. Like it was just like, it was not a sack. So maybe, maybe that's the key is mock the belt when it's not on a sack. Yeah. You don't sack Rogers. Maybe that's, maybe he's figured out the formula. But his time where he mocked it didn't really make sense either. Cause it right. was more of a bad throw and right. a not great catch attempt. Right. Like Fred Warner literally did nothing on that play other than <laughs> run behind Dominic Daphne. But and then he hey. was like on his knees and he did the belt too. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he's just figured out like non-sack 
and get on your knees and blow them. <laughs> I get it. I yep. get what you're saying. Yep. And then swallow all that plutonium. <clears throat> um, Next time Todd has sex with Des, I hope he just yells, here's the plutonium as he finishes. <laughs> Open wide. Here comes the plutonium. plutonium! <laughs> <laughs> See, we've ruined everything for people. Tomatoes, mashed potatoes, and now plutonium. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, plutonium was doing so good on its own. It was really commonplace <laughs> uh, in the American diet. To... So. Yeah, we had to come Honestly, on. I'm surprised that people aren't eating plutonium at this point. <laughs> they probably are. It's just like labeled as like, red dye number four or something yeah. <laughs> it's in everyone's kool-aid that they have. <laughs> yeah. yellow number seven isn't that what was in mountain dew that made people's dicks small oh don't remind me <laughs> mamba number five all right my defensive player of the week is uh the hershey bears hockey team um they are an afl team and they set a world record the other night um, they do this thing where they have an, a stuffed animal toss where they ask fans to bring stuffed animals to throw onto the ice in part of the game at the end of the game, I believe. And they donate them to various charities and children's hospitals um, for kids. And they set a world record and got 52,341 stuffed animals tossed onto the ice. Holy so, shit. yeah, really cool. So really, really awesome. I'm also really pissed that they're called the Hershey Bears and not like the Hershey Kisses or something like that. Um, because they are in Hershey, PA. Question: What does AFL stand for? AHL. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah. Like I mean, like it's if an they American were hockey the... league, like it's the it's the it's the the step down, I guess. It's like the G yeah. League for the NBA. The Admirals are in that one, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you think if that they were going to be the Hershey Kisses, but their mascot was maybe too sexy? So they had to change that around a little bit and decided yeah. just to go with the bears because it's hard to make a bear sexy. I heard, I don't know. Furries. True. And Todd, bear fuckers. You, you might be in on this one. I heard their original mascot looked like Mrs. Incredible. The bears. Don't you fucking go there with me. Don't even start oh. with her. Oh, Todd, do you, do you need a minute? Do you need to go no, um, I'm fine. Em empty your plutonium vial? <laughs> Todd's about to turn on the Incredibles and just pause <laughs> it on the scene where she puts the spandex uniform on. Oh, oh there he, he is. He disappeared. Yep. Oh, that was fast. It's incredible. You, <laughs> <laughs> you and my ex-boyfriend should get together and go bowling. Does he drink plutonium as well? Anyways, uh, I'm going to jump in here with my defensive player this of the week, uh, going with one of my all-time faves, Miss Taylor Swift, out here defending herself as mm. a songwriter. Uh, lead singer of Blur and Gorillas, Damon Albarn, uh, said in a Los Angeles Times article that he doesn't think that she... Uh, is very good because she doesn't write her own songs. Uh, and then when it was mentioned that she is, he was like, well, she co-writes a lot of them and we know what that means. And then he immediately turned around and said, he's a big fan of Billie Eilish and her and her brother write all their songs as if there's a difference in the co-writing co that happens there <laughs> because they're related. 
Uh, Taylor came out and said, you know, I was a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write all my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really fucked up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. Uh, she also she said followed fucked up. up. Yeah, she also followed it yes. up and said, I did write this tweet myself. <laughs> I love that. I'm surprised she said the F word because that's just... Um, Not her style. Right. Well, maybe someone co-wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. No, that I, I love like... that. Um, because, I mean, Taylor Swift's music, it's like some I really like and some I could take or leave. But the way that she's really been very pro woman lately and very like standing up for herself has been like really, really cool to see. Yeah. He also said that he doesn't like how it's all poppy and upbeat, which tells me right there. He's never listened to a single Taylor Swift song in his life (laughs) uh, because poppy and upbeat is not how most of her music would be described. He has came out since then um, and said that he wants to squash any beef between them. Uh, and that, uh, he said, I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize undeservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. Clickbaity. But did you say what you said? Right. Yeah. Sorry that they took the best part of your quote and made it the headline <laughs> because you said it. Also, right. we know Taylor is very forgiving towards men. Uh, so I'm sure she's just ready to squash this beef right away because he said, sorry. She's going to have, like, she's gonna have like a gorilla themed like song come out and it'll be like. <laughs> so is he, are we talking about the band like Gorillas. gorilla? Like where they had like the cartoons as yep. the. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Feel good. Yeah, I mean, when you think that the song that he's probably most well known for is Blur, uh, or the, with Blur, uh, I don't even know the title of it, but the only lyric from it is "Woohoo." Um, that's songwriting extraordinary, right there. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's funny because it's like I'm sorry, like you kind of piggybacking off of what you said, like sorry you didn't say anything more interesting that you know they they had to take this part of you at what you actually said and put it in an article yeah um, i mean like what we all know the old taylor's happen? dead so <laughs> like this is what you get now dog right uh all right let's move on to our random shit segment a random what shit segment oh okay thought what you said think? sit i was like i'm already <laughs> sitting pretty random fuck <laughs> <laughs> off todd <laughs> All right. So we already kind of touched on this last night or um, about last night What from the Bills Chiefs game. That was almost that was a really good sentence. Um, You're killing it. It ended in overtime and one drive for the Chiefs, meaning Josh Allen and the Bills did not get to touch the ball on offense. Um, and this is a thing that us Packers fans know very well. There have been, I think at least three times in the playoffs that Rogers has lost in overtime, maybe two, but there's been a lot of games and even regulation or the regular season that Aaron Rodgers has not had a chance to touch the ball and the Packers lost because the Packers defense could not make a stop. And it brings into question how ridiculous overtime rules are of, you know, it's literally could be decided on a coin flip. And um, so I asked a bunch of my Twitter followers um, what they what should determine 
who gets the ball to start overtime? And I said, wrong answers only. So there were a lot of responses, like over 200. So I, I have not read through all of them. Shout out to the handful. One humble brag. Nice. Yeah. Uh, positive <laughs> engagement. Yeah. Shout out to the couple of people that I saw uh, that were like, okay, I know this is wrong answers only, but let me give you a real, <laughs> a real like Every idea time. on this one. Like you, you don't need to quote tweet or comment on this. Cause that's not what we're looking for here. Right. Uh, you could just make your own tweet and, and put that out there to your uh, three followers. And <laughs> yeah. Um, some of them, some of them were ridiculous. And then some people decided to be smart asses and were like, oh, how about a coin toss? And it's like, okay, that's not what I was looking for. So, but thank you. I mean, that is the wrong answer. It is. <laughs> but um, one of my favorites that came up a lot. Um, so I, I, we're going to go through them and then we're going to give any ideas that we might have. Um, one of my favorites was the XFL uh, scramble. A lot of people really wanted to do that where they basically put the ball at the 50 yard line and have two player, one player from each team run to go get it. And whoever gets it and gets possession of the ball, their team gets to start, start with the ball in overtime. So I do kind of like, that. I do that like that fun. one. Yeah. That's fun. Tyree um, will win it. <laughs> right. Um, a big one was rock, paper, scissors. A lot of people thought rock, paper, scissors. Um, and uh, a lot of like beer chugging, um, you know, in which case Packers would really be in a good spot because of David Bakhtiari. Uh, a lot of mascot fighting. The only problem with mascot fighting is not every team has a mascot. The Packers do not have a mascot. Um, so they'd have to either make one or... Um, I don't know, just grab a random fan out of the stands. I feel like their mascot should just be AJ Dillon walking in overalls. <laughs> no, I... Yes. I, yeah, iconic. Just one hell of a man. There um, have been a lot of, um, like, a lot of penis ones. Like, a lot of people were like, whoever has the biggest penis on the team. Yo, I'd be getting a contract tomorrow. <laughs> DMs are open. She said biggest. Um, a lot of dance-offs, but also like someone someone said, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know who said it because I can't find it, but they said like jerking off and whoever nuts first gets oh, to win. God. Which is a little, that was a little too much for me. Could you imagine Jimmy Garoppolo and Aaron Rodgers trying to just get hard in that cold? <laughs> On Saturday, like, dear God, guys, it's freezing. They're like chafing because it's so cold. <laughs> they have lubed up hand warmers in their hands, just trying to fucking get half chubbed. Um, someone said literal pissing contest. Each team gets two contestants. One is judged on distance, the other on volume. Mm. Um, another person said, and I can't find it, but they said, um, if, whoever can piss through the uprights, which I don't oh, know okay. if that's possible don't i don't, I don't have a dick so i don't know if that's a thing maybe that goes with like the biggest dick thing like maybe someone just fucking throws it up there and just lets <laughs> right. it stream <laughs> um other people went like a little more like less a little less creative like the team with the oldest players um a fan vote uh on twitter um one that somebody said that Todd engaged with that he really liked was someone said each team's punters fight to the death. 
less punters, mm. let's go. Anything, <laughs> anything that kills these guys off, I'm in. Yeah. Um, thumb wars, head coaches I, run a hundred yard dash. I mean, I'd love to see LaFleur versus like Andy Reid. LaFleur has a fucked up Achilles. He's gonna blow it again. He'd do it for the team. Put the team on his back. Go all Greg Jennings and put the team on his back. Um, pistols at 10 paces, somebody said. Um, the QB who's the most handsome. Someone else said the coach that's the most handsome, which the Packers would win every time. I mm-hmm. personally really like mm-hmm. my suggestion, uh, mm-hmm. which was a spelling bee. Yes. Oh. Where each team gets to pick the player representative <laughs> for the other team. Because you know that there are some very, very not smart players in the like NFL. Like I'd pick Grok. <laughs> right. And you like you know that the players know who the dumb guys are on the other team. Like that gets around. And so they would be like, yep, no, we're Tyreek Hill for sure. We want him out there trying to spell words. Yeah. Uh, and then watching him try to figure it out on the fly would be phenomenal. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that that that's a good one. Um least domestic assault cases i think that's a good one <laughs> incentives yep yeah. i like it <laughs> yeah. maybe they'll stop are, well are we going are we going cases caught or just allegations i think you have to go allegations allegations because you know half of them aren't getting well arrested. then i mean now you're gonna have the courts and the police getting backed up with false <laughs> accusations coming in true that's a good i'm gonna tell you right now if that's what it is you're going to be making all those calls. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm going to make some reports. Yeah. Um, Jake Morley said foot size. He said the, uh, the highest average gets the ball. And he, he mm. pointed out because it is called football. So um, fair. I really want some like getting that contract. You know what they say about guys with big feet. <laughs> just kidding. That's average. <laughs> I really want some like random pop culture thing. Like they had to answer trivia questions of like keeping up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with Antonio Brown. Yeah. (laughs) Player with the most appearances on on brand and off topic. Oh, boom. That should be it. So give us the call. So far, no one's getting the ball. (laughs) Call me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's the best idea. My, my personal favorite um, was, are you, have you guys watched the great British baking show? Nope. No. Okay. Cause someone said each head coach makes a pastry and Paul Hollywood does a blind judging, like a technical challenge to determine who gets the ball. And I love that. Cause I love the great British baking show. And I pointed out um, that if you get a handshake from Paul Hollywood, which is like, that means he it's the best, one of the best things he's ever tasted um you automatically win like you don't even have to play overtime but if it's that good you're like yeah we skip overtime you win so i like that do you think he's ever tasted plutonium yes (laughs) it's a british staple what about (laughs) compared to the rest of their cuisine it's actually (laughs) probably not too bad oh snortsky oh what about the channel roger goodell and kevin malone Whoever can fit the most M and M's in their mouth at one time, right? Could you, you mean, imagine fucking Vince Wilfork just 
downing bags after bag of M&Ms. Say that again. Bag after bag of can M&Ms. You, can you spell bag for me, please? B-A-G. <laughs> How come you say it like there's a Y in there? Or an E. Bag. What yeah. are you begging for? Bag. The bag of M&Ms. You know what the fuck I'm saying. I just, I don't understand why. The bag of M&M's. Is that better? No. Give them a bag of M&M's <laughs> and then they can better. eat them. It is not better. Oh, Snortsky. Oh. Bag. <laughs> bag. There it is. Give it, it up, like Jimmy. such a fucking moron. It's like a bag. cool bitch mother. I keep forgetting that we have these. All these hotkeys. <laughs> forgot about that noise me too <laughs> anyways yeah. that's what they should do just a bunch of m&ms i hate all of you yeah they could just do the office olympics from that that episode Ooh. just do all of them just do like or the whole thing bring like what do what do people miss the most about football big hits right mm. so let's <clears throat> let's just like blindfold a few players and make <laughs> them like run around <laughs> in and see who gets hit by something first. Right. I feel like that's or, or or take like fans and see who can hit the fan, like who can chase a fan, like a streaker, who can like get them first, like chasing a chicken. Yeah. And whatever fan gets tackled first, the other team gets the ball. Right. That's perfect. Yep. Like a, yeah. Oh, make it like a team roping event almost, like in the rodeo, where the fan gets a bit of a head start and then two dudes gotta chase him down and tackle him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and whoever gets them first. Like, did, did you guys see... And then um, tie them up. They got to tie Diggs, them up, too. Stefan Diggs. Oh, that sounds hot. I would be in. I would volunteer to be that fan. Getting <laughs> tackled by a couple You'd, of like, players. take off your, your clothes and be like, dude, it's not a streaker. And you're like, oh, I'll be there. in. I'll be in underwear, for sure. Why? Depending on the weather. Just take it, out, take it all mm, off. No, if it's Lambo, underwear. Well, it's going to be like televised. Florida. You can't have that on TV. <laughs> oh, true. It's a, true. It's a family Yeah, game. did you guys see Diggs tackle someone yesterday in the, the Bills Chiefs Fucked game? Yeah. yeah, he just completely knocked him down. It was awesome. <laughs> Probably used all his energy. That's why they lost. Yeah. <sighs> all right, well. Well, what give one more idea, Aaron? I just want off the top of your head right now, decide who gets the ball. What do you do? Not Uh, off Twitter. What an idea that's not on Twitter. I just gave you mine. I know. I want another one. Todd, you want another one? Um, what (laughs) one more idea? Uh, they could have a competition to see who can come up with the best idea for new overtime rules. Oh, <laughs> curveball! Yeah, like Jimmy, wait, you come up with another idea. Yeah, maybe it could just be Easy. like whatever game that they agree, they have to play some stupid game. They have like a list, and they get to pick from all of these ideas, and they're like this one every time. Whoever who gets can to wheel do, bear but who walk. gets to decide what it is? A, a coin flip. Good point. <laughs> I say wheelbarrow walk, hundred yard wheelbarrow walk. Competition. Oh, because here's the thing. So it's going to be after the fourth quarter. Most stadiums stop serving food after the third. So there, you're already going to know like how many are probably getting wasted. So you can like set a bunch aside for that. I mean, just yeah. thinking about you know trying not to waste <laughs> as much food. What's the, that's the, the that's the priority here is. <laughs> 
I'm just solving two problems at once, okay? Sorry that I'm a Instead fucking of genius. Taking them to a food shelter, let's just have them eat so many that they'll puke them all up. Perfect. <laughs> What's the uh, chemical thing we were talking about? Not plutonium. Plutonium. I was gonna say petroleum, and I knew that wasn't it. Uh, plutonium. Whoever can drink the most plutonium yeah. gets the ball. Yeah. No, whoever can, <laughs> whoever can eat it barf it back up and whoever has the more of it left over that they that the yeah. other teammates can separate from their barf yep yep that yep, is yep, who yep, wins yep. it yeah or just have everybody fuck tomatoes oh who can scrape the most again i'd be getting potatoes. a contract this week yeah <laughs> who could dry hump the most potatoes off a frozen surface <laughs> They just, they just glue them to. It's like you guys surface. are trying to get me a contract in the league. You're just touching on all of my fucking skill sets right now. Who can impregnate most people's wives? Todd. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, I think that does it for us. I fucking hope so because the last five minutes of ideas has not been strong. Mostly because it's been Jimmy talking. <laughs> It was not mostly Jimmy talking. I gave the one idea. I forgot <laughs> the word again. Pygium. It's Pygium. <laughs> plutonium. Plutonium. Use use code off for 10% off your next order of plutonium. <laughs> you said petronium. Harry Potter was on. I was watching that earlier today. It's pecto petronium. <laughs> All Jimmy, right. let the people know where they can find you. Jimmy underscore C08. It's a lot of dumb stuff. Don't follow it. Yeah, don't follow him. Give me a follow instead at the Todd V. Lots of classic stuff in there. <laughs> you can follow me at H-E-R-O-I-N-E. Um, and thanks for listening as always. We will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I didn't fuck the potato. Liar. Penis.